you stepping into this power, not being the follower, but being the leader, letting go of this need of staying safe and secure, but daring to jump into this leadership position so you can be this powerful person. Magnificence is the boundless expanse of being, a liberation from limitation. It is the embodiment of authenticity where you shed the shackles of self-doubt, shame, and imposter syndrome. Here, worthiness flourishes like a vibrant garden where you have the power to determine your actions, destinations, and your closest relationships. In the realm of magnificence, creative individuality takes center stage. Your greatness is acknowledged, celebrated, and nurtured. Gone are the days of mindless conformity or fitting in just to keep the peace. This show and your host, Patricia Linder, are here to guide you as you align with your authentic design, leading the way to a life of purpose and fulfillment. Magnificence is not some unreachable peak or distant dream. It's inside you, waiting to shine brighter than you ever thought possible. Welcome to your magnificence. Hello and welcome to another episode of Magnificence, the one and only empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on your magnificence and the magnificence of my guests. And today I have with me the wonderful and amazing Anja Gibert from Slovenia. Hello and welcome Anja. I am so happy and delighted that you are with me today. Hello Patricia. It's absolute pleasure to be with you. And usually at this point in the show, I most of the time introduce my guests. And today I only want to say a little bit about you because thinking about your human design chart, I felt this is something that is needed to let you introduce yourself because there are so many aspects and facets to what you do. And I think this is the first part of sharing your magnificence with the listeners and so I just say two sentences about you and um, so this is Anya and Anya is a modern day ambassador of employment transformation and she is the founder and CEO of Free Spirit Human Capital that's a company and what this is because it sounds really big free spirit and the ambassador, modern day, there are so many words. And I think the, the words made me decide you need to put them to life and, and just say what this is all about, because this is really big. Okay, thank you. Um, well, usually, you know, when I'm invited to podcasts or to, you know, to have speeches, I say in a simple way. I used to be a headhunter in a corporate recruitment company. Now I'm a heart hunter in my own company. So what am I doing? I'm basically on one side, I'm empowering people who are looking for, you know, job, looking to change their careers. Um, and on the other side, I also mentor um, HR people um, and also, you know, like HR departments in the company. And then... I connect them or, you know, I help them to raise their vibration and they connect each other uh, based on vibrational frequencies. 
So I'm connecting companies and people on the other side on uh, based on vibrational frequencies. That's amazing. <laughs> I love that you said from headhunter to heart hunter. Oh, that goes deep. That that sounds really amazing, and that is so in sync with your energetic blueprint. And yeah. why don't so I know that you are a specialist in human design, and we are going to talk about that later. Um, why don't we have a first look at your human design chart to dive into that a little bit um, and let me share what I came up with. And I could talk about your chart for, I, I'd almost say days. <laughs> <laughs> well, it gave me so much clarity in my life uh, because human design has been a part of my life now for a year and a half or something like that. You know, first, like when you come, when you come across something new, And you're like, oh, I don't know if I have time to for this. You know, like there's another thing, you know, that can give me some information about me. But I already have so much information about me. But then the universe, will, you know, it was just serving this path, this information, this, you know, opportunities that I, um, yeah, that I was just, uh, that I started diving in. Um, everything that was served and I was it was absolutely fascinating what I discovered about myself through human design lens yeah wow beautiful beautiful and so um, we could talk about the general things you are a generator you have the sacral authority I talked about this several times in previous shows um, today I, I want to do it totally different i don't know what is driving me right now <laughs> but it feels like this is needed and first of all talking about um your body graph um and i mentioned that in other episodes when i look at the body graph a specialty of mine is looking at the body graph as the artist because i uh, so there is a lot of artistic and creative um, stuff in me and in my field and so I most of the time look at it um, as the creative and as the artist and looking at your chart so what, what really jumped out was oh there is a lot of definedness in the chart and then second look was okay and the openness is in the ego center and in the emotions the solar plexus And then I thought like, okay, that is, that is fascinating because that is the openness on the right side, the openness on the right side. Um, and the rest is defined. And so I thought about, okay, the right side is the masculine side. That's the side uh, of being the go-getter, being the high achiever, earning the money, the material plane. And On the left side, we have the intuition and um, then you are completely defined in, in this central line. And I think that is very important for what I would love to dive in today. And um, so just following this openness, And I didn't mention it very often. Openness is something that is discussed to be, oh, that is 
a difficult thing to have this openness because openness means, and I just say for all of those who never came across the openness in a human design chart, like having antennas to the outside. And if you have antennas to the outside, that means you're vulnerable. People can manipulate you. People can condition you. Um, at the same time, you have the antennas and you can tune into other people so magnificently. That is the other part. And so I think open centers are neither good nor bad. Defined centers are neither good nor bad. It's just giving us uh, an interesting piece of information. And I would love to pass it on to you because you are an expert as well. What is it that you connect to the openness in your chart before I dive into what I see? So I, I would really love to, to do it as a shared space. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I mean, first of all, I would really like to emphasize I don't see myself as, you know, such a human design expert as you are. That's absolutely, you know, that that's 100% uh, uh, true that I am into human design. Human design is really my passion and I'm helping people uh, also in terms of uh, self-awareness, you know, in the companies or when they're looking for jobs and stuff like that. I'm, you know, offering them this information about human design as one of the tools for, you know, to raise self-awareness. Um, but like I said, like what it gave me, uh, definitely it was validated, this open center solar plexus, because I'm, I'm an empath. I can feel other people's emotions. And when I didn't understand that uh, before human design, I mean, I kind of knew, but it wasn't that clear. You know, when I went, like when I went deep into human design, into my chart, it was like, oh, wow, you know, like I have this center open. So that means that seriously, like outer world was able to influence my own emotions. Yeah. And that's why I was feeling things that they weren't really mine. Right. And that was, that was really fascinating for me, you know, okay, because I, I'm, yeah, like my emotions, they're really, really, really strong really strong and whatever I feel something and I can really feel the collective it's yeah. it's insane sometimes I just crawl you know into bed and I don't want to go out and I just you know like I'm I nourish my body my soul is like because I feel so much pressure or sadness or you know like this uh, very 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 intense emotions and for example when I see this is also one of the interesting things, you know, when I, when I see, um, I don't know, like a sports event, yeah, and somebody is winning and there's, you know, this speaker and, you know, talking about it, I start crying because I can feel his emotions, you know, like the excitement and, you know, the, the, the happiness or um, like this very, very intensive emotion. So I'm very, yeah, I'm very open to that. But when I got this awareness, I could put it in different perspective. Yeah. And that that is what I learned. So I can, you know, I can take them. I'm open to it, but I don't have to 
hold on to them. Yes. I can just let them go, you know, let them stay for a while, but then let them go because I know that, that that's not mine. So I think the awareness is the biggest part when it comes to the openness. When you are aware, oh, these emotions are not mine. I can feel them. I know what the other person just uh, goes through and you let them pass through you or you screen, you, you put a screen up and mirror them back. I think that is uh, so great to really be aware and say, this is not my emotion. Um, and it's powerful and it's not easy. It is. We have to emphasize that. And Absolutely. it's not easy. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah, people with the open emotional center, they avoid confrontation. And it is said to be that they avoid talking about the truth, confronting other people with the truth. I used to do that. I used to do that a lot in the past. Yeah. And I feel that is, so that is, as I know that what I focused on, this is so exciting for me. I would love to go back to the chart. So I'm really, really excited. We opened up on talking about the openness. And now it feels like me being mean to not dive into the openness because I want to keep that for the last part. Because what you shared about the openness is so valuable. And that is what most of the people who are into human design, they, they say exactly what you say. And I have one additional layer to the openness that is about the material plane, about mm -hmm. To really, um, when aware of the openness, how to really use and leverage the openness to to thrive on the material plane. And I would love to to share this in the end, because to understand it fully, I would love to dive into some other parts of your chart, and then absolutely go ahead. <laughs> So what stood out is the definedness as well. And so I don't want to talk about all the channels that are in your amazing chart. So these channels like the 463, the 4323, then there is 1034, and there is 52.9 and 28.38. I talked about definedness. That is what um, really defines, just in quotation marks, because we don't want to put anyone into a box. The person that is the energy that runs inside of you that is not able to be influenced by other circumstances, that is what you can leverage as gifts. And when I went through all of these, I figured out the topic of your energetics. And just in brackets, not putting you into a box, is using the power that you own, and you own a lot of power, in the right way to guide people, to be a leader, a powerful leader, a heart-centered leader, to not create another hierarchy, but to bring up something new, to bring something into the world that will entirely change crusted old systems. And so the important part is you not using the power 
for yourself. And the second part is you stepping into this power, not being the follower, but being the leader, letting go of this need of staying safe and secure, but daring to jump into this leadership position so you can be this powerful person to help others lead. And I want to, so does this make sense? It absolutely makes sense. It's it really makes sense. But when you are using, it's really funny because when you're using, you know, the term leader, everybody, you know, like what what we were programmed or what we think about the word leader is like somebody is leading somebody. Yeah. But what I see is like, no, you know, I step in and usually I joke about that. Yeah? So it's like I did that so many times in my life. So I was the first one who stepped into into a pile of shit, yeah. And then, you know, I I looked back as like, hey, it's safe, you can come, yeah. So basically, this is my way of leading. And because I went through so much um, stuff also in my life, in my personal life, I really got rid of this fear. I don't know how to explain it. Otherwise, of course, I'm still afraid. I'm, I'm you know, I'm afraid of sharks, of hairy spiders, <laughs> stuff like that. And we all have, you know, this like, um, how can I say, like this, um, um, a very, very uh, primitive fears, you know, in in ourselves. But the fears that most of the people are facing, I, I don't have that anymore. Like if they appear, I kind of. I'm still learning, but I got better and better at like transforming them, you know? And um, I see that when I inspire people, when I when I tell people also, because sometimes um, when I talk to people and I explain to them my perspective on employment, you know, my perspective on recruitment, is I always tell them, look, this is my perspective. Take it or leave it. I'm not convincing you. I'm just expanding your awareness what is possible because I see potential. I see not only I see it, I do it. Like, you know, it's like it's already done. It's manifested. Um, and I can I, I can speak that from my own experiences. So when I talk to people, for example, when I'm recruiting and when I talk to people and like my first question is, so tell me something like, what are your expectations? Because like I can tell you, um, how I see it, how I believe. And I believe that nobody, nobody should expect from a company or employer to provide safety and security. Yeah. yeah. Because that's not the responsibility of the employer. That's the responsibility of each person. And when you put this in different perspective and I'm a neutral I'm completely neutral I'm not on one side or another I'm a Switzerland you know but when I you know when I expand this awareness and also when I'm talking to companies you know so you're looking for people okay so tell me do you want people to work for you or with you you know and when you put things into different perspectives like the messages the energy everything changes and solutions are just there you know, there are so many solutions that they are not reachable when you have certain level of awareness. But when you are expanding this awareness, solutions appear. So I'm definitely, yeah, confirming what, what you just said. Yeah. And so as you mentioned, your inspirational part, 
I see that just to circle back to your chart in this um, channel and in that channel. So this one is the channel 463 and it's the channel of the logic. You are here because there are not so many people having the defined um, head center. You are here to inspire people mentally um, because you can be in service of others easier than you can do it for yourself to inspire them, to get, uh, giving them clarity, um, bringing, um, disentangling stuff in their field. So that is what you can do because you have this magnificent channel and coupled with one of my, so I should not say favorite, but this is one of my favorite channels. I don't have it, unfortunately. But we all have all the channels um, and uh, they are activated in your case. And this is, for me, it is the channel of the genius, channel of structuring. You have such big visionary ideas and you are ahead of other people's time, oftentimes, sometimes, I don't know. I, I, I would love to fill me in on that. Um, and it is so crucial to not talk about those future visions with everyone all the time because it's about right timing that you can bring your genius ideas into the world, manifest them in the world. Because when you don't look for the right timing, people might disagree or might think you are weird, you're a freak. And I would love to ask you to give us a little sneak peek into your vision. Forget it. <laughs> the weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, yeah, definitely. You know, I'm, um, for me, it's a natural state now. But when it first started, when I first um, started, oh my God, like if I look back now, you know, I think everything started in like 2005. Uh, 2005, it was just, just the beginning of free spirit. Yeah. Just a short story. Um, so basically I lived in England. Yeah. That was another story. I just went there when I was a student because I got invited to this, uh, opportunity, you know, to use this opportunity to, um, for a summer job. And it was actually selling books door to door. Huh? So they were, Oh, every day and like they came you know for us and they picked us uh, up and they um like when we were staying in a hotel and they took us to this warehouse and they were like brainwashing mm. about you know how to open like when they opened the door how to lean in you know how to put the foot like behind the door so they cannot close the door you know stuff like that like very very detailed stuff how to manipulate with people and after a week they were like I don't know, maybe 50 people or something like that all together. And um, after a week, everybody are like, okay, yeah, now, you know, we're going to send you all around England and you're going to be selling, you know, books because now you have all the knowledge. And I was looking around myself. I was like, I was looking around me. I was like, so many people, they were like robots. They were like, you know, completely ready to go and to implement that knowledge and those skills that they just learned, that they were brainwashed um in that period of time so in one week and i couldn't 
nothing stayed in me. Nothing. Absolutely. There was such a huge um, feeling of rejection. <laughs> Everything. Like such an insanely, insanely powerful inner, inner battle. But I didn't know how to cope with it because I didn't understand what is going on. So I was like, okay, I have to go through this. So, you know, I went like I went to this small town called Rochester because we were sent there and we were, you know, like we were sent like from morning to the evening. You have to go knock on the door and just sell the book. That was probably one of the worst periods in my life. Like, like seriously, it was so I was suffering. I was suffering. And then after two weeks or something or two weeks, my body started, you know, uh, responding and I got like all the seizures and oh, it was simply insane. So after a month, I was like, no, I'm not going to do that again um, or anymore. So I went back to Bristol, where was our like initial, you know, start because I already met a guy there and, you know, we started relationship, blah, blah, blah. So basically I moved there for a while. But the yeah, the thing was, after that experience, yeah, when I uh, rejected it, and um, it was it was quite a suffering. But there was a one evening then I was sitting behind the table and I was um, browsing on internet. I mean, I was uh, editing my MySpace profile. Do you know MySpace? I don't. It was before Facebook. Yeah, it's like a social network uh, stuff. So I was editing my MySpace profile. And I was like, okay, what should be my username? You know, I was putting picture and everything. And this voice came to my head. You are a free spirit. That was. And I was like, oh, I'm a free spirit. So from 2005 on, free spirit was always with me. I didn't understand it. I wasn't even thinking about it. It's just like everywhere, you know, online, I'm your free spirit, I'm your free spirit, I'm your free spirit. Everybody knew me by then, I'm your free spirit. And uh, then in 2011, I kind of got this urge, you know, to make a tattoo. And I had a back tattoo, free spirit, you know, like I have big tattoo on my back, free spirit and the nautical star that is showing you the way and stuff like that. And it was like, okay, this numbers, you know, um, it was number seven and two dices, yeah? And there's uh, also a clover, uh, four-leaf clover and some other symbols that, you know, now, oh my God, because my subconscious was telling me what to put there. It's so crazy. And now in 2020, I actually founded a company, Free Spirit Human Capital. Uh, and it was, you know, it was not connected to anything what was happening in the past. But now when I look back, it was, there were milestones. Yeah. So, um, yeah, everything is connected. So I think in, in human design gave me so much clarity because I look back and I was like, oh, oh my God. And another thing, you know, that was, I realized that few few days ago, actually, I didn't know that. On dices, yeah, on dices that I have tattoo on my back, like the number, the sum, yes, I mean, the numbers of the, the dices is like two dices and on each number is seven. Mm-hmm. So it's like I have on my back seven, 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 because I have the big seven that, you know, I consciously chose. And then the tattoo artist, you know, he put seven on two dices. So I have seven, seven, seven on my, on my back and I didn't even know that. So it's like creative tattoo on the back. And, but as I listen to your story, thank you for sharing it. Um, you 
subconsciously knew that you were a free spirit and that you had ideas that were bigger than going from house to house and selling books and following this system of book selling the way they did it. And you had this epiphany moment when you looked at the others and you just said like, really? And then you followed. And it was so, yeah, it yeah, I followed the force. I was in the box, but there was always, always that inner battle in me. Yeah. So in 2017, when I first went to past life regression and the main message was there and then, you know, life after life and stuff like that. And the main message was there. So I was living until then, you know, by the, okay, Anya, you know, I'm so, I'm so happy when I can make other people happy. When I see that I made somebody happy, you know, like when I see smile on their face and it's because of me, oh my God, that makes me so happy. And, you know, they were like, yeah, Anya, you know, this is not sustainable. This is not how it is. First, you have to make, like, you have to be fulfilled. You have to be happy. Then you radiate that happiness. And everybody can decide if they're going to be, you know, like, happy. you cannot, you cannot attach your feelings to, you know, how other people are feeling. Yeah. And it uh, was, you depended. oh my God, it was difficult. It was very difficult because I lost like my identity, identity, everything. So, and you know what? The the funny thing is everything, what is happening, like our transformation and everything, you know, like this expanding awareness and everything. Like if it would be so much easier if I would just crawl into one cave, you know, or in a jungle or, or something. And then it's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm transforming. Oh, my God, I see this. I see this, you know. But no, you have to do this in the middle of, you know, the chaos, <laughs> the, the outside world. And you have bosses, you have partner, you have par parents, you have friends. And they, they don't get you. They don't get you because you see the world completely different than they see the world. Yeah. And I thought, first of all, I thought that something is wrong with me. Then the next stage was something is wrong with them, <laughs> you know? And now I'm in the stage is like, no, we all have our own realities around ourselves. So, uh, but it's very difficult to go through th transformation in the middle of the chaos that we created, you know, subconsciously. That's true. And we are not here to convince anyone. Everyone is exactly. okay. And uh, so yeah. I totally relate to what you say and what your story is like, because shedding the skin and letting go of stuff that you thought belonged to you, that is not always easy. Sometimes it's painful. And then challenging Most of the times because you are not aware of what is happening. Yeah. Right. And challenging the status quo of systems, you name it, medical system, school system, whatever system, um, doing business system, the challenging what is sometimes is painful as well. But um, I am with you in this free spirit that if you feel this call and you follow this call, this is really rewarding. And um If you allow me, I would love to cycle back. Of course, of course, of course. Heart. Uh, and I would just add that authenticity, you know, is like the middle of everything for me. So if you are 100% authentic, if you live who you really are, then you are free. And this is what I'm, you know, like what my message is. 
Like you can be free spirit. You can really feel yourself if you are 100% authentic. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that is what's most, what is most needed times of being raw and real and relatable because we have so many glittering, shining masks out there and people do not tell you the truth. And so I totally appreciate that you say this. Um, and for you, this is, so I think this is such a main aspect in your chart, being of service for others and um, looking behind those masks. And um, one interesting channel that I want to relate to, refer to, look at is 9.52, because I haven't talked about this in any of the shows yet. And it makes, um, or it gives you even a bigger picture of your energetic blueprint. So it is the channel of concentration. And it is, and one can hear when listening to you, it is a design of determination and being focused. So it is you using your powers of concentration in the service of improving something that will make a big difference in the world because you are this free spirit. So it is concentrating your entire being on improving something. And now and I will let you um, share your thoughts on this in, in just a couple of seconds. Just yeah, putting, sure. this, putting this puzzle together, you being the inspirational force uh, in the leadership role, and then you talked about you tapping into stuff where you figured out, oh, this was not so good, don't follow me. Yes, this is good, follow me, this is the martyr. And then the big visionary, then um, you having those ideas that are genius ideas that maybe not everyone is ready for and then focusing all your power all your power on what you want to bring into the world what you want to change to really bring something new into the world with all your focus and your concentration that gives us the picture of you Anya the powerful leader and I want to leave it there <laughs> To not not say too much because I want to go back and circle back to the open centers in a moment. Yeah, yeah. So we the concentration part and focusing your power on what you want to bring into the world is an aspect I would love to ask you: Is there something that you focus on that you concentrate concentrate your entire being um, as this force of bringing new? things into the world are you in this phase of creating something like that absolutely i mean everything what i do you know is connected to at first i mean it's when i say it i'm here to help you know with the rise of collective consciousness to raise collective consciousness but the thing is like i'm really you know taking responsibility because first i have to take care of myself i have to take care of my own energy field i have to take care of my own vibrational frequency. Yeah? And what I'm contributing to it is like this expanded awareness, yeah, expanded perspectives. So uh and yeah, this is this is definitely my focus. And uh everything, Patricia, everything that I touch 
everything that I come, you know, into contact with, like every person, every situation, that's the energy that I give or I get, you know, like that everything is around this energy. So um, it's all about making people realize what is their true value. I'm so with you. So I make people realize that each and every one of us is so magnificent. And um, that leads me to another aspect. I almost forgot about it. So you reminded me of that because you said this is your mission. And I, I want to say this and just a brief look into your um, conscious sun sign. So which is up there. I, so this is the 49th gene key. I don't know if you looked into the gene keys as well. No, I'm not an expert for that, but I'm super open to, you know, to any explanation or any extra yeah, information. Because this. this really, so this is just a surface level info um, on shining the light on your magnificence, but, and you might like this, you will like this. The 49th gene key is called... Uh, The jinky that moves you from the shadow of deafness to the gift part of insight. And when it's in this um, enlightened level, then it's even the epiphany moment. So going from deafness to epiphany. And for me, this is all about being a unique rebel That does not mean to be a negative rebel, but a unique rebel. And everyone is a unique rebel because everyone has this uniqueness inside. And authentically going after what is yours, what is inside of you, makes you this revolutionary force. And just for you, Anya, having this jinky as your conscious son, that means you need to take risks. You need to shake up the system. You need to make waves. You need to challenge the status quo. You need to do that in a loving, and I know that this is the heart-centered way and the love is part of your business. You need to do it in a creative and loving way, trusting your inner voice, daring to be you, and being the free spirit. And then additionally to that, you have the three as this um, I Jing line and three is about the material plane which takes me closer to the open centers I want to talk about um, so the number three line is all about pressure of attunement or not being a free spirit or not and so the more you develop to be this free spirit and follow this role of being the unique loving, creative rebel, the more you embody what you are here for. I loved it. I loved yeah, it. It's, it's, wow. Wow. It's really nice. Uh, but how I see myself is I'm a positive disruptor. Yeah. Uh, because also on LinkedIn, like whoever is watching this, I'm you know, super open that we connect on LinkedIn as well. You will see my frame that I created, Disrupting with Heart Energy. And I really, you know, everywhere I go, yes, I shake up things, but in a positive way. So whoever is ready for change, no, change is not very pleasant. 
but it can be done in a positive way. Yeah. Because when you see it from like, when you expand these perspectives, you know, what are solutions and stuff, and this is what I'm doing and everything, like the center of everything of who I am is what I'm doing is also how I see the world, really. And it is because for some people, it's like, oh, you are so ahead of time. Well, my reality and everything what I'm doing and all the people that are around me also, you, Patricia, you know, it's telling me that, no, I'm not ahead of time. I'm at the right time. Yeah. And, you know, everything is already happening. I'm not saying anything new because we are all aligned in this. And I know more and more and more and more people are um, resonating with this stuff. And, you know, we are all doing the same thing, but in a different ways. So and that's that's amazing. Absolutely. And you have this frequency that attracts people to your field and to your space. And you always give me something to really continue with what I wanted to say. And so I, I promised to go back to the open centers in the almost end. Because uh, if I may uh, reveal what you shared with me, so there is so much magnificence. And then you said um, it would be such a great thing to really have so much money that you can do good, that it magnifies your heart-centeredness, that you can spend it to create even more good. Um, and I just recently heard, money is not the root of all evil. Money is the magnifying glass of your character. And I can see that you receiving even more money and creating more money and being financially independent would help you and so many other people to create more good and to do more more good in, in the world. And this is what you shared with me in the beginning as this sort of challenge yeah. um, to, to really create more money. And I wanted to, I, I promised you to go back to the openness and how you could leverage this just in one tiny little example. And then if you are open to doing a little DNA activation, we could do that as well. Absolutely. So um, you have this openness and you said the openness makes you open to all the emotions in the case of the emotional center and you feel what other people feel, which could be a gift and it could also be a burden if you let it all in. Curse sometimes, yeah. Right. And so... When you healed all the wounds of those two open centers, when you um, deconditioned those open centers with all the manipulation that is inside of those centers, so in the ego center, it is this, I have to prove myself. And where do you have to prove yourself? Who said that you have to prove yourself? Um, and then in the emotional center, it is this, um, yeah, I don't want any confrontation and I take on the the burden of others and feel their feelings um, being this empath that suffers. So this is the, the shadow side. I'm still learning that one. Yeah. Yes. And when, you are, when yeah. you are on this path to healing those open centers and lots and lots of people, and this is, this is good talking about your um, material desire. 
which is fine. I love that you have this because I, I can only support this. If you have more, you can do more good. Um, the emotional center is open for 50% of the people all around the globe. And the ego center is open for 65% of the people all around the globe. That means they have the same struggles. They are conditioned in those centers as well. And just talking about this gate, which is uh, 49, that is a power gate. It's a power gate. And if you have an open center, you can use the open centers to create more money, uh, more abundance. And I need to stress this. Do not use your power to create an other hierarchy to do evil in the world. Use it to create good. And then this is a good piece of advice. But I know that the information is in good hands. So you can easily sell that you own this idea and you have this amazing idea, which I talked about earlier. That's why I couldn't share this earlier. You have those ideas, those inspirations up there. Share those ideas with the world, your concept, your vision. Let people be part of it. When you embody this idea, they want to be part of it. Um, and tell them that you can help them when they are tired of an old system, when they are unhappy about something, then you are the one to lead them to another point in their life where they feel happy, they are no longer tired of something. So when people are discontent with something, people want to be part of your revolution. People need someone as this positive leader that does not misuse the power for a revolution to change a system. And when you embody this fully and you trust that you can be bold, that you can be this disruptor, then people will follow you. People will um, invest in you because they feel you have this good intention and um, you can lead them there and guide them there. Yeah, I would just like to add something here because in modern world, you know, there's this perception of work, of business. You have to work hard to have a lot of money. And, you know, the challenge is I'm not ready. I'm, I mean, I'm not ready. I'm not willing to work hard anymore. Yeah. Work hard, you know, I can put a lot of energy because I'm a generator. Yeah. But I'm not uh, ready. I'm not willing to sacrifice my own well-being. Yeah for the money, for the abundance, because I really see, I really believe that it can be done differently, you know, and that is already a rebellious thinking, you know, in this modern world um, regarding money. I'm, I'm working a lot and I love, I absolutely love, but I have very, very, very strict and strong boundaries around it. And yeah, like, you know, I already mentioned that I really want to have a lot of money so I can, you know, I can be free. I can be free spirit even on higher level. So I can give even more to people because I know what I'm able to give to people and to humanity. Yeah. And oftentimes, and this is, so um, we are about to do an activation. 
But uh, what I want to share is oftentimes, especially heart-centered, spiritual entrepreneurs, um, healers, people in this area where it comes all about heart-centered healing, guiding people, they have those issues with um, earning the money they deserve because there are some blockages in their DNA. There are some blockages that come from their ancestral lineage, um, like being passed on with the epigenetics. Um, and um, there are so many modalities that help people heal that. And in the last, I think, three, four months, so many people showed up in my space sharing that they want to have a sustainable income, that they want to raise their income, that they want to um, come to the next level or go to the next level when it comes to income or that they want to just feel abundant, flourish and thrive. And there are so many aspects to that. And I love working with people on that because it's not about the money. It's just money is the symptom. And, and money is the tool. Money is yeah. tool for our soul to expand because yeah. we live in a material world. You know, and I'm not willing, even if I do some spiritual work, you know, energy work or whatever, I'm not, I'm not a person that would go, like I said, into a jungle or, or cave or whatever. I want to be, I want to have technology, you know, around me. I want to have material stuff around me. I want to sleep in a very comfortable hotel. I want to have my house with a swimming pool. You know, that doesn't make me any less spiritual or any less heart-centered. I just want to enjoy my life. I have my own desires, but I want to share. I want to have a lot so I can share a lot with others. And I think that can be, you know, the future of uh, economy in the world. So, yeah. And so I said in the beginning, this episode is a very different one because I dare to be different. I dare to be a free spirit. And as you asked to activate this DNA for calling in more abundance. I would love to do that just in a short, like just like two to three minutes. Let's do it. If you are open to that and if you allow me to tune into your system, um, because that is part that I most of the time hide from bigger audiences. Um, but I feel so ready to share that as well and to be of service for you right now. Patricia, it's my pleasure. So you are allowed. Yeah. And uh, as you said, and this is your original wording, you said activating your DNA to receive more and to have more abundance. I just need to close my eyes to tune into that and to really connect to all of that. And um, it is so helpful that we talked about all your human design and gene keys. And I'm a very visual person, and I tune into your DNA. But I don't know if everyone is aware of the fact that there are 12 strands of DNA. And there is all this coding of the gene keys and also the human design in this DNA. That's why it is the blueprint, the energetic blueprint. And what I see, and this is not good or bad, but it's just, and you can tune into that as well. And visualizing always helps. 
um, of those 12 DNA strang strands that are around money activation as well, there are six that are not fully activated. And I would love to activate, act, activate them right now, just doing that in a silent way. Hey, so now it is, I, I see that as a visual. Now all the strands are activated and um, I would love to thank all the guides and everything that helps me with tuning into that. Um, and I didn't trust this before having so many people tell me that is so accurate what you see. Um, and I would love you to tell me if there are any changes that you that you notice after just this quick, quick activation that was very silent and you didn't even see anything about this or from this. Um, uh, I became thirsty. <laughs> that is always a good sign. So sweating, yawning becoming thirsty, just wanting to move, freezing. That is something that uh, energetic stuff is moved. Beautiful. Yeah. So, and everything else, what will happen, I will definitely let you know. So yes. whoever is watching this, you know, I will keep you updated. <laughs> so you have all the 12, so yes, you have all the 12 strengths, strengths activated. I, I, I always pronounce it strangely. Um, and just to conclude this amazing, very different episode, um, I would love to ask you, where can people reach you if they want to get to know you better, learn more about you and the free spirit? Yeah, um, my main, I would say, platform for communication is LinkedIn. So they can reach me on LinkedIn. Uh, I also have a profile on Pick My Brain platform where they can book like 30 minute picking my brain session. Uh, and I'm, oh, I love those because, you know, there's energy exchange and I really give a lot of information. I, I don't even know what people, you know, expect, like what will be their uh, questions. So whatever comes through, because, you know, I'm also at that moment, what they need to hear, they usually hear it. So I'm super, super excited about those. Uh, otherwise, my website is uh, www.freespirithc.com, which is Free Spirit Human Capital. And uh, yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Lately, I mean, recently I, I uh, set up an Instagram account. I never had Instagram before. So, you know, it's quite new. It's quite fresh. There are a lot of followers, but it's one extra channel. Um, so and also YouTube. Yeah. Um, I also have a few videos, you know, from different uh, podcasts and I hope this one will be also there uh, and people can see yeah, what I'm doing because I'm a multi-potentialite. I have a lot of passions, you know, I am in a lot of projects, but they have all this one mission 
you know, it's all about one mission. So raising collective consciousness and of course, healing my own wounds, my own open centers, my own, you know, uh, stuff that I have to heal because I'm fully taking responsibility for those as well. Yeah. And we are all on a journey. I think that is something that we can send out that there is no better or no worse. We are all on a journey and everyone is exactly where they are meant to be. Um, and it's so much fun and it's so beautiful when we meet, you know, when we exchange energy, when we say, oh my God, I love you so much. You are amazing what you are doing. Yes, you too. If you need me, look, I'm here. Let's support each other. So easy. It is. It is. And that is great that now we are globally connected. And when I, whenever I want to have someone talk to me from Asia or from Australia or from the United States, that's just easy. And that's, I, I totally appreciate that. Me too. Grateful. I'm so grateful to be alive at this time. So yes. thank you, Patricia. Thank you so much. Amazing, Anya, to be on my show. Uh, thank you for sharing so much about what you do, letting me dive into your human design chart, letting me even do this quick um, activation. Um, and again, it was all surface level, but I think it gave some insight into who we are, what we do, and what our mission is. Yeah, and I would also like to uh, add, you are absolutely magnificent. This is, you know, this is something that I have to emphasize. And also recently, I became a part of a project called Human Design AI, which is combining artificial intelligence and human design. Yeah. So it's super powerful. It's also for people who have no idea about human design, but they can go in, they can make their own chart. And, you know, there's a Grandma Bella. It's an AI virtual assistant, human design, and she will answer a lot of questions. So... And I think that it's useful for me, it's useful for my clients or just, you know, random people that I have around like, Anya, can you tell me a little bit more about human design? Go to human design AI and ask anything you like. Um, yeah. And I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to build that reality as well. So that is thank you for giving me thank space. You. Thank you for mentioning that. I almost forgot about it, but I checked it out and I signed up for it. So it is really a great place to hang out and to get some more information. And this is, I'm, I'm really grateful that you shared that. Um, so everyone, check out Anya Space, reach out to this amazing woman and uh, stay tuned for another show of Magnificence, the one and only empowerment podcast that strikes a match and shines the light on your magnificence and the magnificence of my guests. Bye, Gwenhal. <laughs> Thank you for joining us for this empowering episode. To continue this journey of aligning with your true purpose and uncovering your magnificence, schedule an illumination call with Patricia at patricialindner.com. Please share this episode with someone who needs it and subscribe to the show on YouTube and your favorite podcasting platform. Join us again soon for another episode of Magnificence.